The following is a special presentation brought to you exclusively on the Real Presence Radio Network. We try to bring the joy of the gospel, positive, hopeful message about building strong communities, protecting the dignity of life from conception to natural death, and the beauty of life and the beauty of God's creation, even when it comes to our stewardship of the earth. How do we bring our faith into this place that's really devoid of the gospel? Welcome to a special broadcast of Catholics at the Capitol, coming to you live from the River Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. Today, we unite with the Minnesota Catholic Conference and Catholics from all across the state, including from the Diocese of Crookston, Duluth, New Ulm, and Winona, Rochester, for a day of prayer and advocacy at the Capitol. Fundamentally, we're missionaries at the end of the day. We now join our hosts as we kick off this special day. Good morning, Catholics, and welcome to Catholics at the Capitol 2019. We are so glad to be uh, broadcasting live here on Real Presence Radio, all across the Real Presence Radio network. I'm your host, Michael Wild. I'm here this morning with uh, Brandon Clark, and we'll have a wonderful show for you this morning. Good morning, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you, Michael? I am blessed and glad to be here. It is a wonderful day, and the sun is shining, and the air is not so cold that I'm going to bother to complain about it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> A little, little warmer than back home, I would say. Uh, yeah, um, it is. <laughs> I imagine for you it is a little bit. Um, all right. Well, we've got a lot of things going on, Brandon. Um, why don't we kind of talk about what we're going to be doing today? We're going to be seeing, I mean, we've already got a lot of people here at the R- River Center here in downtown St. Paul. Right. And yep. we're excited to see all these folks here. Are we going to get a chance to talk to some of them as we go through the day? Yeah, so just kind of give you a layout of what we have planned for today as far as broadcasts go. We have a special morning broadcast here from 8 to 9 where we'll be talking with Jason Atkins, Executive Director of the Minnesota Catholic Conference, for a little bit. And then we have the pleasure of visiting with Bishop Cousins of the Excellent. Archdiocese a little later. And then what we're going to do is we've got our wireless mic set up, and we're just going to go around and talk to people as they're registering, find out about their excitement here for a few minutes, and uh, that will wrap up the first hour. And that will carry right. us into Real Presence Live, which is airing across the entire network of course, and from 9 to 11. During that time, I'll get to be joined by um, Father Brian Cuiava, which will be great. I haven't seen him in some time, so that'll be excellent yeah. to have him here. And then uh, Father Chuck Huck will yep. be here for the call-in segment. Straight talk, yep, absolutely. That's right. So anybody who's listening here at River Center, um, if, you aren't, if you're wondering how you can hear us here in the Twin Cities area, you can actually tune in um, by streaming on your computers, of course, if you've got a laptop with you. But uh, you can also always, and no matter where you're at, you can always stream us through the Real Presence Radio Network app so that you can right. listen to us and um, hear all of our programming and follow up on our podcasts afterwards. And um, if you're on your way to the River Center, if you're listening on the bus, you're on your way to the River Center, we have a nice booth set up right at the top of the escalators in the River Center. And so we invite you to stop by and see us. We got, looks like some candy, we got some pens, we got some brochures, some stickers, a lot of. Uh, a lot of fun things at the table over there, Michael. Right. They're actually doing this really neat thing that if you get, once you register, you get a bingo card. And oh. on the bingo card, you've got different vendors that you should visit. Yep. And not every card will have Real Presence Radio's um, logo on it. But if it does, you come by our table and we'll give you a sticker. Um, and, uh, you know, this is part of the exciting part this morning that we have going on that we get to uh, welcome folks to our tables and, and see what's going on. Absolutely. Um, along those lines, um, we've got our first guest who is just getting here with us. Um, and uh, we'll be able to 
enjoy everything and have a good conversation. Um, we're going to send Brandon out on the street, and um, we are welcomed and enjoying to see our host, actually, Jason Atkins. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. It's great to be here. It's an exciting morning. It is. We're running around. I bet. Uh, you, not you, a lot of you, sleep and a lot of coffee. <laughs> you feel like you've got your head on straight and everything's all In, set to indeed. go. Indeed. It's not every day you're hosting bishops and movie stars and uh, and a th- over a thousand people here in St. Paul. So what a day. What are we projected to get for registration this morning, Jason? We're close to 1,100 today for okay. everyone who, between volunteers and uh, registrants and everyone who's a part of this day. So what a, what a blessing. Praise and God. We are so excited for the exciting day of prayer and education, inspiration, and advocacy at Catholics at the Capitol. Sure. Well, this is excellent. So, so Jason, um, you've been on with us and Real Presence Live and Real Presence Radio through a long time, and we're, we're very glad to have the partnership that we have. And most people listening know... Uh, or should be aware of Catholics at the Capitol. We've been advertising it heavily, and we're very excited. Um, But let's give kind of an overview of what this day is all about. What is CatCap? Well, it wouldn't be a a Catholic event without starting the day with prayer. So we were blessed to have a beautiful Mass this morning right away at Assumption. We put everything in the hands of the Lord. We are simply His instruments and His servants, and we entrust everything to Him. It's not about the wins at the Capitol, it's about the witness. And if we're not united to Christ, if we're not bound to Him in a deep, deep, intentional way, then uh, all of our advocacy here goes for naught. So it's it's about doing His will and being simple, humble vessels. But uh, it's about equipping people to be faithful citizens. Uh, Pope Francis has a good Catholic medals in politics because it's one of the highest forms of charity. So if we're to take that responsibility of discipleship seriously, we need to be formed uh, in our consciences and educated to be effective advocates. You can't give what you don't have. So the morning here uh, really is about forming consciences and, and helping people be equipped not just to be say the right things, but be effective in doing so. So we have a variety of speakers from Archbishop Charles Chaput, one of our foremost thinkers on the role of religion in public life, mm-hmm. but also an inspirational message on discipleship from Jim Caviezel, and then everything in between, uh, two of our important legislative leaders talking about what it means to be an effective citizen of the Capitol, but then also the witness of some people who are really living faithful citizenship today. Mix in some videos and some music um, <laughs> and, and a lot of good, good humor, and it's going to be a wonderful morning. Right, and we've also got, I just have to mention, we've got Gloria Purvis as your MC throughout the day or for many parts of the day, which is just a wonderful thing because for us, uh, she's an EWTN affiliate, um, and we enjoy listening to her in the morning, so that's a wonderful person too. Um, and uh, it's really great to have this wonderful lineup. It's kind of like a Catholic party, right? Um, we, we get all these folks together that are Catholic, faithful folks, mm-hmm. and we get to celebrate, but we also are dedicated. And like you said, there's really an intentionality about the witness that we can give. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the second year that you've had Catholics at the cap- Capitol, correct? That's correct. We've done it in the uh, in 2017 was our first, and because this is such a big undertaking and we have such a small staff, we waited every couple years to do it. And then in between, we've done smaller events. P- different people like different things and feel comfortable in different environments. So we do something called Capital 101 in the even years, where we bring people in smaller groups right to the Capitol and uh, do something like a mini cat cap uh, in the even years. So it's um, really different events for different folks, but all targeted to help people be better citizen advocates. And this day, we're excited. We've got Minnesotans from every single Senate district 
this is amazing. Every corner of Minnesota is represented here today, and we'll be meeting with legislators. So, so when you talk about every corner of the area, I mean, so we've got six dioceses. How, how far do you think someone has traveled? Have people come all the way up from Duluth um, to get here? To get here, we have every corner the, from District One. Uh, District 3 and 4 on the uh, far corners of uh, the northeast Minnesota on Lake Superior, from southeast Minnesota, from Worthington, uh, from Worthington to Wanamingo, from uh, (laughs) Halleck to Hibbing, uh, from Duluth to Rochester. They're here. That's great, and it is so wonderful to see all these smiling faces, and it's just a great welcome that you and your crew have put on, Jason. Um, I, I can see the behind-the-scenes work that you have put in for this, for, at, for the Minnesota Catholic Conference, to make this day come together. What are some of the issues that we are going to be focusing on when we're asking people to go out and give that witness? Well, I think, of course, uh, we try to bring uh, issues to the table today that generate a strong consensus among Catholics. And uh, definitely in the wake of the Virginia and New York abortion bills, uh, people are really concerned and want to know what they can do proactively. Uh, Here in Minnesota, we're in somewhat of a legislative stalemate with regard to uh, legislation that limits the availability of legal abortions. But what we can do is work on what I call the demand side. Uh, of abortion. If we can't do something on the, quote, supply side, why not work on the demand side? And that's Hmm. to build, uh, transcend the partisanship on this issue and really uh, try to build new bridges and uh, forge new paths, if you will, on the life issues. And we've got a legislative package that we're bringing to the folks today to help us be advocates on called the First 1,000 Days of Life from conception, that's not birth, this is conception, to age two. So what can we do to support mothers and children, born and unborn, uh, from conception to age two, um, as they need it from the standpoint of nutrition, from the standpoint of uh, helping them uh, with parenting skills, helping pregnant uh, mothers who are teenagers and in school not have to choose between school um, and keeping their baby. Uh, so a lot of different things that are really supports for women and children that we think can help break sort of the Gordian knot on the pro-life debate and bring people together from both parties. And indeed, the four bills in that first 1,000 Days of Life package that we'll be talking about today have strong bipartisan support. So we're really excited about that, helping women and children in need, and especially uh, children uh, in the womb as well. And that legislative package does that today. But we're also concerned about making sure that Women are not exploited, socioeconomically disadvantaged women are not exploited, and children are not commodified through commercial surrogacy practices. So we have a piece of legislation that uh, we're putting forward to put a framework, an illegal regulatory framework around commercial surrogacy arrangements. Women are not for rent and children are not for sale. Um, Commercial surrogacy arrangements are happening in limited numbers here. We want to make sure that those are stopped, um, and we want to make sure that... um, Uh, women are protected from uh, predatory industry practices by the fertility industry. So that's another um, piece of advocacy that really focuses on uh, what we call reproductive trafficking. There's a lot of attention on human trafficking. There's also something called reproductive tracking. And we want to be aware of that and make people aware of that and make legislators aware of that as well today. And, you know, one of those challenges with that is um, uh, sometimes people don't realize that surrogacy isn't the, I mean, there, there are reasons why people see good in surrogacy, but one of the challenges that you're pointing out here is that surrogacy, commercial surrogacy, is leading to tra- trafficking of, of, of people, and it's getting really commoditized, and that's a, such an important issue. See, I know that later on today, um, we're going to have these things called leg meetings, um, or legislative meetings. Um, and so, so how do those legislative meetings work? Well... The morning program, again, focuses on formation, and then we go out in mission. 
And Bishop Lavoir this morning from New Ulm at Mass gave an important homily about the importance of seeing our work today as mission and evangelization, uh, going forth and being sent, and being sent to the, what Pope Francis calls the peripheries. And the capital is a periphery. A periphery is any place where Jesus needs to be present. And we're really going out as missionaries today to the capital, proposing what we think are policies that serve human dignity and the common good. We're not imposing anything. We are merely proposing good policies rooted in Catholic social teaching that foster life, human dignity, and the common good. So it's an opportunity to build relationships with our legislators. Oftentimes when we go out and talk to folks uh, at parishes or at groups, they have no idea who their legislator is. How can we possibly expect that good laws will be made if we don't even know who represents us, right? If we're not speaking to our legislators, not as bullies or people trying to impose their view or their will, but as friends, Mm -hmm. then then someone else will be. So we've got to be present. We've got to be resources to our legislators. They need us as resources. They want us as resources. No one can have all the issues in their head at one time. So they need the input from their constituents about what is important to them. So... And, and that's absolutely important. Building relationships is, is so important. And just in being a good, valued, important Catholic, active Catholic. But one of the things that I've, I'm interested in is these folks are already in the midst of a legislative session. Is it too late to sway our legislators for this particular session right now? Absolutely not. Legislators come to the Capitol, and there are a lot of new ones this year, I should note. Um, they come with about three things that they really want to do. Um, that's why they got elected. That's why they ran for office. Uh, the rest of the things, they're looking to their caucus. They're looking to their friends. But most importantly, they're looking to their constituents. So, again, there are thousands of bills that are introduced every year. Most legislators have no idea about half of them. Hmm. And they aren't informed until people go and inform them. This is why lobbyists are important. Because lobbyists, fundamentally, lobbyists like me, I'm trying to defend my practice here, <laughs> we are resources and educators uh, to our elected officials. And then we do what we're doing today is bring their constituents to them and say, hey, these issues are important. So absolutely, absolutely it's important that, um, especially this early in the session, this is why we're doing it and braving the cold in February <laughs> because it's not too late. In fact, we've got plenty of time to really make a difference this year. And that's why Catholics of the Capitals in February instead of May. You know, Jason, uh, some people might think that one word that you just used is a little bit of a dirty word to say oh, yeah. lobbyist. Yeah. <laughs> are, are I'm a lawyer too. Don't folks? hold it against me. <laughs> Are we are we encouraging these folks in a way to be Catholic lobbyists? That's exactly right. Um, we are a lobbyist is just an advocate. Really, it's someone who builds a friend and a relationship with a legislator. Good lobbyists uh, are paid well because they have relationships with mm-hmm. legislators. They see them as trusted advisors. They see them as friends, and so we have to be in that in some small way a citizen. And but anyone has the right to petition the government petition the government for a redress of grievances. You don't need a paid lobbyist to do so. You can do it yourself. And at the last Catholics at the Capitol, people were so empowered. Many had never been here before. Many had never had a conversation with a legislator. People were coming away, hey, I can do this. This wasn't so bad. And so we, we break down the barriers to participation and uh, really get people engaged. And it's been a game changer for us uh, here at the Capitol. Having all these people come down has really made a difference, and legislators have taken notice. Wonderful. Well, Jason, we have to take a quick break here. But when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about more about the flow of the day and some things that are going on and uh, dig deeper into those issues. Um, I, this is Michael Wild. I'm here at a special morning broadcast from Catholics at the Capitol. Jason Adkins is my guest. And later on, we're going to have um, His Excellency Bishop Cousins with us. So stick with us right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Stay with us. There's more to come from our opening broadcast at the Minnesota Catholic Conference's Catholics at the Capitol event on the Real Presence Radio Network. RPR is looking for an enthusiastic marketing director to help with overall marketing efforts. You'll be a key part of the development and execution of marketing plans to reach targets from brand awareness to mission promotion. This position requires a visionary and creative individual who can take the lead and focus our marketing for RPR activities and create a unified approach for the network. Degree in marketing, communication, or related field preferred? For a copy of this job description, email Tonya at yourcatholicradiostation.com or call 877-795-0122. Hi, this is Steve Sponskowski, Executive Director for the RPR Network. Thank you for being a part of this family. We at RPR are always here to encourage and assist you in continuing your journey of faith. Please send us your prayer requests and do not hesitate to contact us about any questions, fears, or concerns that might be stopping you from taking that next step closer to Christ. If we don't know the answer, we'll help you find someone who does. Drop us a note online anytime at yourcatholicradiostation.com or call us at 877-795-0122. Together, we are your family of faith and hope. When you learn the truth, the more you learn, the more you're able to fall in love and the more you're able to accept that love back, and the more your life is transformed. And Catholic Radio really can help deepen that relationship you have with Christ. You can begin to know Him as a God, but above all, as a person and a person who loves you. He's true God and He's true man and He knows all about you and He is with you in every possible situation, no matter how trying, no matter how challenging, no matter how difficult. He's there with you, He suffers it, He experiences it, and He invites you to be with Him. And when you pray and when you uh, meditate on Him, it's not like it's 2,000 years ago. He is aware that you're with Him. He knows no time, so the divine part of Christ is definitely aware that you are there praying. And through Catholic Radio, you can learn more and more about that relationship and how close He is to you and what He is trying to share with you and how you can share with Him and how intimate that is. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more of our special opening broadcast. Coming to you live from Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul, Minnesota. We are indeed back live here at Catholics at the Capitol. All these smiling faces coming up the stairs, welcoming us and being a part of this important day at Catholics at the Capitol. Um, This is Michael Wild. We are live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Wherever you're at listening, please keep us in prayer and keep this important day in prayer. We're joined here this morning by Jason Adkins, and we were having a wonderful conversation about what this day is all about. And Jason, thank you again for taking your time out to be a part of this day and for helping us partner with the Minnesota Catholic Conference. You know, during the break, we were talking. uh, One thing I want to right away get to is that um, when we, uh, for the people that aren't here, uh, they, they can still be involved in this day. There's a couple of things, and let's just throw this out there right away. If you are into hashtagging, hashtag CatCap2019. So whatever you're doing, take a selfie. Come over by the RPR booth um, and, and, uh, or any of your vendor booths or meet some folks that are here. Take some pictures and hashtag that with CatCap2019 so that we can grow our presence throughout the internet and make sure that people are aware that this event is happening. Also, of course, everyone, wherever you're at, please keep us in prayer. Jason, um, thanks again for being here. Um, You had some thoughts, too, about the people at home that aren't able to be with us today. Well, you stole my thunder, Michael, and you said, (laughs) please keep us in prayer. That's that's the number one thing, is that we need... uh 
uh, to be under the mantle of Our Lady and her protection and her intercession today uh, at Catholics at the Capitol. She is the seat of wisdom, as we call her, and we need uh, our legislators to embrace a spirit of wisdom. We need uh, Catholics to transcend partisanship. Our advocacy here is, is principled, not partisan. And uh, we need uh, Catholics to model civility. It's not just important what we say, but how we say it, too. So those are important prayer intentions for today. But Catholics at home uh, couldn't make it today for whatever reason. Uh, you can be a part of this day. Uh, you, if you don't know who represents you, you can go to our website at mncatholic.org and identify your legislator. You can click under the uh, resources tab, the advocacy section, who represents me, and you can find out through our website who your legislator is. After today, we will post the advocacy messaging sheets that uh, we use today. And you can take those messaging sheets and you can bring those to your legislator or call your legislator. It's easy as sending an email, picking up the phone, and letting them know that you think these are important issues that Michael and I have been discussing this morning, uh, uh, transcending the partisan divide on the life issues and really building a new uh, pro-life movement around the first 1,000 days of life and fighting the commodification of children and the exploitation of women through commercial surrogacy arrangements. So you can take, uh, have your uh, uh, opportunity to advocate after Catholics at the Capitol. But, you know, as I was telling Michael at the break, one of the things that we do here today is this is an education day. We use these issues as an example uh, for what people can do in the public arena, but the tools and the ways in which you'll be equipped today to be a faithful citizen, they apply to any issue that you want to talk about. So it could be building a new highway uh, in your area or fixing uh, that pothole, fixing that pothole, <laughs> going to a city council hearing, etc., etc. These are skills that are going to make you a faithful citizen at any level and on any issue. And so the, the work of Catholics at the Capitol it doesn't just uh, end here. It actually begins here because mm. it's more important what happens after this day than actually what happens today. Do people go and live faithful citizenship fully after this event? And that's how we gauge our return on investment, so to speak. Wonderful. Yeah. I, equipping folks is such a great thing because MCC doesn't just e exist for the Minnesota Catholic Conference, doesn't just exist for this day. In fact, this is just a part of what you do, but it's what you exist for is really to advocate on behalf of the bishops um, and help all of us as good citizens be active Catholics and be, be involved in things um, and, and be, be equipped, as you said, and uh, be able to be good witnesses. Um, I think that that's a really great perspective um, as we are looking at all of this, Jason, and we're thinking about all of the things that we have to do here. Is it tough to become an advocate in some way? I mean, it, somebody might say, well, I'm not the type of person to talk to my legislator. How do we warm them up to that? Yeah, we've got to get over some uh, some challenges that talking to a legislator is... Uh, is something that you need to be an expert about. You need to be an expert on issues. First of all, they're just like you and me. They're not experts on the issues. Uh, it's more important that people show up and identify issues that they care about as opposed to being an expert. They don't expect people who come to their office to necessarily be experts on the issues. But what they're concerned about is your heart and where your passion is and what you're concerned about in your community. So that's what they want to hear about uh, when they talk to constituents. The second thing is politics is a dirty business. I don't want to get involved in a dirty business. Well, it's going to be a dirty business until people of virtue play mm. a part in the process, right? If we don't want if we want it if we don't like it looking like a power struggle, then if we don't play a part in it and change the dynamic, then it's going to be a power struggle. We're going to leave it to the people 
who are pursuing self-interest, not the public interest, individual good, and not the common good. So we've got to model a different way, and we actually have to, as Pope Francis says, meddle in politics as faithful citizens. Otherwise, uh, it's going to be the dirty business we, we want it to be, but, or that we don't want it to be. Right. <laughs> but but the, the church understands politics as, a, as a, one of the highest forms of charity because it's a great conversation about how we order our lives together. Politics is a conversation in the mind of the church, and that means that everyone needs to be a part of that conversation because we all have unique gifts to share. The Really, the root etymological root of the term community is literally a sharing of gifts. So mm. if Catholics aren't sharing our perspective on what serves life and human dignity, then something in the public conversation is impoverished. We can't not uh, be outside of the, the context of the, of the political process. Wow, wonderfully said, and, and so important, and, and yet so simple, right? I mean, a lot of times we do look at that and think, boy, this is a huge mountain to climb. But I love the idea, Jason, of becoming... I mean, it is about the everyday man, the everyday person out there taking that step forward and, and really making it and being bold enough to share their truth, to share their experience, their, their life, and uh, being able to say, you know what, this is what, how I live my faith, this is how I live my life, um, and talking about those important things. You know, one of the things that you gave to help people along and to help them be educated, and they'll, they'll receive throughout the day, and you mentioned it, that it'll be available online, are these briefing sheets. If we're going to have an intelligible conversation about something, we do have to know some of the facts. Even if I'm getting ready to have a conversation with my 14-year-old girl at home, sometimes I think, okay, what are my first few points that I'm going to get through? I have to know. She wants a new lacrosse stick. What kind of brands are out there? How much do they cost? And why is the reason that we have to spend what, what we have? So I have a guideline. What are these briefing sheets about, and how do they aid people in becoming educated? Yeah, it's always better if you can be informed and, and give your legislator some good talking points about why he or she should be concerned about the issue. And I want to stress that point. You know, it's, it's less about the facts as about speaking to the heart. Mm. Uh, we live in a narrative-driven uh, emotionally driven society where, you know, show me, don't tell me, we like to say. The, the narrative and the story uh, is more important than the specific facts. But it, it underscores the importance of making a moral argument, touching the heart of the legislator. So let's keep that in mind as when, when we're speaking, is that the facts are important, but why they should really care about this. Who's impacted? You know, how does this concern them? That's the most important point. But yes, we do want to come with facts. We want to do armed with good arguments, good logic. And the briefing sheets are, uh, first of all, they identify the bill numbers, they talk about what the bills actually do, and then they give those reasons why these bills are important. So the messaging sheets are great. If you can come equipped, form your conscience, be informed on the issues, uh, then you can transform the political debate. Form, sure. inform, transform, we like mm. to say. I like that. You've got so many great uh, phrases and key things for us to phrase, uh, to use. You know, and, and once again, I'll throw out that hashtag again. So if you're going to quote Jason on that, form, inform, and um, transform. transform. Form, inform, transform. Jason Adkins, hashtag CatCap2019. I think that's what you'll want to do. But I might sound like a door-to-door -door salesman because <laughs> I am one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really, I mean, this is all about relationships. So it the is. folks here are yep. building the relationships. They're affirming the facts that we know. We're, we're making sure that we know the truth of our faith and being able to share how life is impacted um, with all that we do. And we already talked a little bit, Jason, about the importance of the first 1,000 day, day of life initiative. Um, as well as some commercial surrogacy stuff. Anything else that you want to recap on us in these last few minutes that we have with you before we get into the rest of this day? Well, first of all, let me uh, 
give a great uh, word of thanks to Real Presence Radio, my friend Brandon Clark, and all the great team uh, folks we've worked with over the years at Real Presence. Uh, what a great resource uh, to really the whole province, uh, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, and beyond. We're grateful for your leadership. We're grateful for the voice you bring, uh, the Catholic faith, helping people form their consciences, and we're grateful for this partnership, your presence here today, Real Presence Radio, an outstanding partner. And, Michael, thank, I can't thank you all enough for uh, being with us today. The, in terms of what, what's next, again, these issues today, the bishops come and they have pastoral solicitude and care for the community. So they have a responsibility to speak out, not just on behalf of Catholics, but for the common good of all. So that's part of the, the message is joining with our bishops today and speaking uh, for policies that serve human dignity and the common good. But again, what happens here today is just the beginning. So you can go out and talk about whatever issues are important. And there are a lot of issues that are important. Uh, issues that we're advocating on, everything from earned sick and safe time policies to mm. wage theft, making sure those thirty to 50,000 workers who are impacted by wage theft every year make sure they come home with the wages that they've actually earned. Everything from clean water, immigrant driver's license, religious liberty, fighting the legalization of assisted suicide. We're opposed to the legalization of recreational marijuana, uh, for instance, the expansion of gambling because of the impact it has on the poor and vulnerable. So there are a lot of issues that people can start with here today, but then pick up the ball and go with um, after today. And we have a variety of resources that we make available to help form people and inform them about the key issues, whether it's our columns in the diocesan newspaper, mm -hmm. our website, mncatholic.org, where you can find a bill tracker of the bills on which the bishops of Minnesota have taken a position. You can identify those because we're all busy, right? We don't know necessarily what to say, uh, when to say it, or how to say it. And the Bill Tracker and the Minnesota Catholic Advocacy Network, which again, you can sign up for at mncatholic.org, those are the great places to start to say up on what's going on at the Capitol and in Congress, and then know when to speak as well. And we make it so easy for people. We send them action alerts. They get those in their email, and with a click of the mouse, they can personalize and zip it right to their legislator because they've registered in our system. We send their messages direct to the people who represent them. And you know, in my job, I look at a lot of websites, Jason, and I have to tell you that mncatholic.org is one of those great sites that is simple to use. Uh, the one thing that some people might not know, if you're working with my parents' generation, um, up in the top left, and it actually says menu there, there's a little... Uh, uh, point where you can click and and as you do so everything comes down it's all laid out perfectly for you i really encourage everyone listening to visit mncatholic.org and make it a good resource and use it um throughout not just today but um as you go forward jason thank you so much for letting us be a part of this day and for your partnership and for the work that you do i don't think enough people appreciate or say out loud how much we appreciate what you and your office does to make sure that we have a catholic voice voice that is unified here in the state of Minnesota and beyond. Thanks for being a part of the show, and we're so glad to be here. Thank you, Mild Catholic Voices, Michael. Catholic Voices count, and uh, we're here to make that happen today. Thanks for your partnership. It's great to be with you. And please, all those listening, do keep us in prayer. We need that so very much today for our speakers, for all those who are attending, and especially our legislators, that they may have a spirit of wisdom and a spirit of discernment. All right. Thank you so much, Jason Atkins. You. Thank you. We'll continue on uh, with our show this morning. Um, and uh, we've got a lot of different things coming on. Coming up soon, um, His Excellency Bishop Cousins will be with us. And we will be uh, joining in on the conversation with some folks that are here as a part of the Catholics at the Capitol. Um, we are so grateful to Jason Atkins and the team of MCC for letting us be here. But you want to stick with us because we're going to get some live interviews and hear just what's going on here at Catholics in the Capitol. When you, Catholics at the Capitol 
when you return live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Stick with us right here. You're listening to a special broadcast to help kick off today's Catholics at the Capitol event in St. Paul, Minnesota. If you're attending, stop by and see us at our booth at the River Center. Are you looking for a comfortable place to meet with friends or a fresh setting nearby to grab a cup of joe? Head over to St. James Coffee. Located just east of Pox Christi Church at 4156 18th Avenue Northwest, St. James Coffee is a unique response to the call for a new evangelization by bringing the church into the world and the everyday lives of its customers and community. Come see what's brewing at St. James Coffee in Rochester. I started listening to Real Presence Radio last year, year and a half, um, when my husband was diagnosed with um, lung cancer. I started listening to and found peace with the rosary. So at 3 o'clock, I like to get into my car and sit and listen for 20 minutes and sing along. It gives me peace, and I know I'm at in the Lord's presence during that time and that Mary's watching over me. And I just know that people who listen to Real Presence Radio can find answers. The first time I ran across Real Presence Radio was when I was driving a car we had just purchased for my daughter's graduation home from Grand Forks, and it was already set to the uh, Real Presence Radio, and I came across Mother Angelica, and what a gift Real Presence Radio has been to my life and my faith, and it has literally changed my life. Thank you for listening and supporting Real Presence Radio. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. You're listening to a special broadcast to help kick off today's Catholics at the Capitol event in St. Paul, Minnesota. If you're attending, stop by and see us at our booth at the River Center. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, and we continue our live coverage from Catholics at the Capitol here on the Real Presence Radio Network. I am Michael Wild, your host, and we are just having a wonderful time for this special morning broadcast from Catholics at the Capitol. There's so many great people here. Over a thousand people are registered to be a part of this day here at the River Center in St. Paul. And um, we've got with us, I think Brandon Clark is out there, and Brandon's got someone with him. So let's take a look at Brandon. Who do you got with you? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Michael. I'm with uh, Mark. He's from the Rose Creek, Minnesota area, which is near Austin. So that's in our AM 970 listening area for the Winona Rochester area. Mark, we're, we're just kind of asking a few questions about people as they're registering about uh, you know what are you looking forward to uh, with the event and the the legislative visits and everything today well obviously it's important to share some of our political views with our legislation but also just to have a day of, of uh, I guess thoughtful prayer and meditation and thinking about our current social issues um, and to be with these people that have the same values and morals and and holiness, I guess, just to be here today. Right. What What made you want to sign up for an event like this? <laughs> Actually, the two years ago when they did it, I was kind of uh, 
requested to volunteer <laughs> as a district leader and so I chose to be a district leader again this year and uh, found it as a great experience two years ago and thought I'll do it again so yeah what was your takeaway from from two years ago that led you to want to do it again this year again it was great to share our political views to be a part of it I, I loved one of the comments as I was walking through the hallway at the the Senate building, um, I think some aides were walking down the hallway and they're like, there's a lot of Catholics here today. And that was just great, you know, but to be a, a presence in this um, holy adventure, I guess, you know, to, to be a part of these people and, and share the adventure with them. So, Well, Mark, thanks for taking some time to talk with us. I hope you have a good day. Michael, I'm going to pass it back to you and find someone else to talk to. Excellent. Thank you very much, Brandon. You know, we continue this. The the energy here is just sensational. It is so great to see all these folks out here as a part of CatCap 2019. And go ahead and hashtag that on your social media feed, CatCap 2019 for Catholics at the Capitol. It's just wonderful conversations that we're having and a lot of different things that we have going on. Um, I'm going to ask Gregory to do me a favor and just kind of keep his eye on Brandon and wave to me when Brandon is available with somebody else that he finds out there um, because I may or may not see him whether he's in the front of the table with a group of nuns or not. Um, So (laughs) we we are having just a wonderful time and and, um, I think we see some familiar faces among those nuns actually. So um, Brandon, are you all set to go? What do we who do we have with us now? Is that a yeah. familiar face to us? Oh, I found Mother Mary Claire from the Handmaids of the Heart of Jesus from New Elm, another one of our listening areas. Uh, Mother Mary Claire, thanks for taking a moment to talk with us. Uh, what are you most looking forward to today? I think it's just such a joy for Catholics to gather and really reflect on what the gift is that we've received in Catholic teaching, um, to be, really be able to bring that to the social square and to be able to um, proclaim the goodness and the joy of what it is to uphold the dignity of all life. Now, as I look around the room and we see everybody registering, there's just an energy about the air. You know, can you talk about the the excitement to see Catholics coming from all over the state for this one purpose, for prayer and advocacy, and to to learn to stand up for, as you were saying, the dignity of life? Right, yeah, I think um, what you see today, and hopefully we'll continue to see today, is the strength in numbers. Um, when we are united as a body and really can stand for what is true, good, and beautiful in the culture, and the culture really needs that, needs a group of people who can stand together so that we're not single voices out there, but we're really a united body um, trying to really promote the good of all. Excellent. Well, we hope you enjoy your day. Thanks so much for talking with me for a moment. Michael, I think we have time for one more. I'm going to go find uh, one more person, so back to you for now. Wonderful, Brandon. Thank you so much. And thank you, sister, for being a part of the conversation this morning. You know, folks, this is what it is about, really. This advocacy, this development of community is what we are about as Catholic people. If we're not building relationships and getting to know those around us, then we're missing a step in living out our faith. And so we're going to continue to live out our faith. And and this day, Catholics at the Capitol really helps prepare us to be very successful in that so that we can be intentional about our faithfulness and really share what is going on in our lives. And... um, and it really is also neat. You know, I mentioned earlier that there are vendors here, um, and I really want to make sure that people understand that by vendors, we're not just talking about sales that they're trying to make, but also we are talking about really an opportunity to meet other people that have 
opportunities for you to become more aware and share the faith with our Catholic faith. So Brandon's got somebody else out there that we can talk to. Brandon, who do we got? Yeah, well, we're over here with David Liedel from the Bemidji area. And as listeners know, we are going to be having a couple of priests from that area, Father Brian Cuiava and Father Chuck Hawk, on a little later this morning during Real Presence Live. David, thanks for talking with us for a couple of minutes. Now, this is your second time here, correct? Yeah, we actually, yeah, two years ago, Kent, and then last year at the uh, Capital 101, I think it was called, we went to that last year, too, so it's it's nice to see a big turnout, as always, for sure. Yeah. As you look around and, and see everybody registering, everybody walking in the door from all across the state, what comes to mind for you? Well, I think there's an element of excitement, kind of. It's sort of exciting. Um, I always think of, you know, solidarity, we talk about that, where even sometimes in rural Minnesota, right, I mean, obviously there's Catholics that live in Bemidji, but to kind of feel just connected with the uh, the greater the, the state as a whole is kind of exciting I guess is a word I'd use so yeah it's fun to be here there's good energy there's a lot of big things happening today Gloria Purvis of EWTN's Morning Glory is the MC obviously Jim Caviezel also here but the big keynote today is Archbishop Chaput from the Archdiocese of Philadelphia what are you looking forward to in his talk to kind of charge up the the entire group today yeah, I think, I, I don't know about specifics, I know I've talked to my brother at least, and obviously his reputation sort of precedes him, but as, as, a, as a super holy guy, um, just I think, I think something that, that personal note that really kind of, like you said, strikes and, and motivates people to maybe take a step that they maybe otherwise would have been uncomfortable doing, so I don't know, we'll see exactly what that, what that is, but uh, I'm, I guess I have high expectations, so we'll, we'll see. Sounds great, David, thanks so much for your time, enjoy your day. Michael, back to you. Wow, what a wonderful interview and what a great conversation, you know, for talking about that solidarity. That's why we're here, is really for us to continue to grow in solidarity and strength, and uh, we want to continue that to move forward. So, Brandon, thank you for that wonderful interview, whether it was from somebody who was voluntold to be here two years ago or someone who is here out of solidarity, and, uh, and everyone is finding that value, and uh, it's so great. Folks, if you could witness all the, the nuns, the priests, the brothers that are walking in and out, as well as the lay people, it is so wonderful to see our faith alive for such an important action. We're going to have um, Arch, our, uh, excuse me, Bishop Cousins will, will be with us right here on the other side of this break. You're going to want to stick with us because Catholics at the Capitol, even if you're listening in South Dakota, North Dakota, wherever you're listening, this is all about learning how to cooperate as Catholics, and we want you to be a part of this conversation. And Bishop Andrew Cousins will be with us right on the other side of this break. We hope if he's still available, and uh, thanks for being with us right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Steve Sponskowski, Executive Director for the RPR Network. Thank you for being a part of this family. We at RPR are always here to encourage and assist you in continuing your journey of faith. Please send us your prayer requests and do not hesitate to contact us about any questions, fears, or concerns that might be stopping you from taking that next step closer to Christ. If we don't know the answer, we'll help you find someone who does. Drop us a note online anytime at yourcatholicradiostation.com or call us at 877-795-0122. Together, we are your family of faith and hope. Father Broad asked me if I consider being a deacon. I says, okay, I'll think about it. So I went to a meeting, and uh, for two years I actually prayed about it. Even coming back from the lake on a weekend, I spent two hours by myself in a car and prayed about, Jesus, are you going to tell me not to do this? Please make a sign that you don't want me to be a deacon. 
Well, I figured no sign was a sign to do it. He didn't say yes. He didn't say no. He just let me do it. So I got in the program, and, and for about uh, seven years, I did formation and became ordained about uh, three years ago. And it's been actually a wonderful trip, making us closer and closer to Jesus Christ. And we could never do this without him. And I got to be honest with you, uh, when this radio sta station started in 2006, I believe, I started listening to it. And I learned a lot about my faith on this radio station. If it wasn't for this radio station, I wouldn't be sitting here today. And that is the honest truth. The Wanzik Family Foundation has proudly supported the mission of Real Presence Radio since 2004. With their help, we've been able to continue spreading Jesus Christ's message of hope throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. The Wanzik Family Foundation is dedicated to supporting Catholic initiatives and programs, like our weekly local show, Real Presence Live, heard on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, with the encores on Saturdays. Thank you to the Wanzik Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. This is a special opening broadcast from Catholics at the Capitol. A day of prayer and advocacy at the Minnesota State Capitol, brought to you by the Minnesota Catholic Conference. If you're heading to the event, come visit us at our booth at the River Center. Now, back to our host. And we are back live from the River Center here. Welcome. Good morning, Catholics that are just coming in. Come on in and be a part of this. And all, the, all you folks that are listening at home, um, Catholics at the Capitol 2019 is beginning shortly. And the buzz is wonderful. We are so grateful to be a part of this day. We are working to get our guest, uh, Bishop Cousins, will be with us shortly, we hope. Um, hopefully his schedule wasn't uh, um, too greatly deterred. But, you know, we've had a wonderful conversation so far. Just so many people that we are seeing here, the folks that are here because they just thought they'd give it a try, the folks that are here because they really believe in a particular uh, area of concern, whether it's immigration or whether it's um, an issue with uh, uh, the exploitation of women. I really like, earlier today, I, was, I had the opportunity to speak with Jason Adkins, and one of the things that we are talking about is the first 1,000 days of life and the importance of all of that because in the first 1,000 days of life from conception until two years old are so important for the health of the young children and so important for us to, to promote advocacy for. And so if we start talking about the first 1,000 days of life together, then we can communicate to our legislators and to our friends and to um, folks that maybe we don't even know, strangers on the street, a little bit more about our faith. And so it's so important that we're um, making sure that folks are aware of that and um, being aware of all of these different things that we have um, to talk about. So many different things. Again, visit mncatholic.org. And if you're not even in the state of Minnesota, um, being at MN Catholic is uh, a good place to check out so you can see where we stand um, and we can uh, make sure that people know kind of why we're doing what we're doing here in the uh, state of Minnesota. I have the honor of being joined now by Bishop Cousins, uh, Bishop Andrew Cousins here, an auxiliary d bishop of the Archdiocese of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Bishop, thank you so much for taking the time to come out and be with us this it, morning. It's a delight to be with you, Michael. Thanks for having us. 
It's a pleasure to to be here, and uh, you know, it's it's great. I mean, you're a Minnesota a homegrown bishop, so to speak, right? <laughs> you're from the area. Yep. Um, and uh, now you've been in the position of bishop for it's my fifth year, fifth five and a half years. So okay. 2013 is when I started. Okay, excellent. And so, what excites you when you're here and you're at Catholics at the Capitol? What excites you about this day? Uh, so many aspects about it excite me. The the main one is just to see so many dedicated Catholics who are willing to come out and actually learn about more about their faith and how their faith impacts uh, the world, and specifically the legislature and pu- public policy. So the fact that we have so many Catholics who are willing to come out and learn about that and then actually take a stand and go and speak about it um, is really an exciting thing for me. Right. Well, that that's an exciting thing, I think, for all of us, too, to, to see that and, and be able to take that step forward so that we can take a stand in becoming informed. You know, i got to ask you, when we come into this day, Your Excellency, is there anything that concerns you that, that, that you, that is really on your heart that you'd like to see us being sure to advocate for? Yeah, there's many things that concern me. Uh, certainly some of the issues that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about surrogacy and its relationship to human trafficking. Um, we're going to be talking about the first thousand days of life, which is really a, a pro-life cause to say from the moment of conception through the first thousand days, we ought to try to protect all human life. Um, these are very important uh, policy topics. But even more, what concerns me is that uh, sometimes the politicians get separated from real people. Hmm. And today's a chance for us as real Catholics who are concerned about the, uh, the good order of our state and, wanna, and want our state to flourish, for us to go and have a real encounter with these politicians and they can see, hey, we're just healthy, normal people who want the good. And we, we of course, see that good in the name of the gospel. And we want to be able to share that gospel message with them um, because what we want is good not just for us but for everyone. So for me, it's such a delight to have this opportunity for an encounter for, mm. our, for our people uh, and t- to be able to put our faith into practice that way in sure. charity. You know, an encounter is such an important word in our Catholic faith, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, Jesus encountered the woman at the well, and he encountered um, so many folks that were sinners, and people w- thought uh, that that was uh, kind of startling. But mm-hmm. but encountering one another, encountering, encountering our legislators, and making sure that they encounter us so that we aren't pushed aside as people of faith is so important. Um, you know, you will also be making some legislative visits yourself. And as a shepherd, can you talk to us about how you like to lead by example? Well, this is a great opportunity that we have just to be with our people in the midst of uh, this common goal. Uh, all of us want to be able to influence our culture and our state in a helpful way. And so I'm just here with the faithful going along with them. Uh, I hope it adds something that the bishop is along with them, um, that the uh, legislators and others see the importance of something like this. Uh, but really, when it comes to the legislature, I'm just another citizen like everybody else. And so uh, I want to be with my faithful people advocating for faithful citizenship because it's so important. Wonderful. And it, it is so great to have you here. I mean, it's wonderful for me to be by your side and, and get to know a bishop. Like mm. uh, Sometimes people don't even have that opportunity, and this is one of those opportunities. Over a thousand people here that are registered that get to get to know their bishops because most, I think all of the bishops are here this morning um, from the state of Minnesota, and so um, as we see one another and, and realize that you are a 
person, you are a human being created in the image and likeness of God that we can approach and talk with, as well as the legislators are, are um, able to be spoken with. And that, that idea of encounter is so important. Um, can you talk about other aspects of the day that are important? Yeah, you know, one other aspect is just that we uh, empower each other to realize that we can make change hmm. and that we can make a difference. That's so important, and so it's why we gather together and we listen to speakers and we inform ourselves and we say, okay, I can do this. I can go and talk uh, to a legislator about my faith. I have a voice in the public square, and that voice is very important. I was talking with someone last night about the event, and they said, you know, well, don't the legislatures all have their mind made up and mm-hmm. it doesn't really make a difference if you go? But that's not true at all. Legislators are human beings, just sure. like you and I. And human beings always respond to the different types of influences that are there. And if we simply let other people influence them who don't share our values, then that's the way they'll be influenced. But as we work and develop relationships with them and we allow them to see the reason that we share our values and we enter into dialogue with them, it can actually have a real impact. And so this kind of event teaches our lay people that um, we have a voice and we also have a role a very important role to play in the public square absolutely and it is so uh, wonderful to understand that and to appreciate that that we do have that opportunity to have our voice be heard and have it be educated and then have it be unified um, I, I got to tell you I'm kind of excited to to hear Archbishop Shep Hugh um, I, I, I imagine you've heard him speak before you probably uh, know him personally um, but that's uh, do you have any idea what his message is going to be as we're going into this day or if you were in his shoes what would your message be I don't know, but I did read his book, uh, Strangers in a Strange Land, mm-hmm. where he talks about the difficulty that we have as Catholic citizens in our country, where the values that are being proclaimed now in the public square often attempt to marginalize us. Mm-hmm. And what I like about that book is that he puts us, uh, he says, basically, we can't allow ourselves to be marginalized. And what we have to do is become deeply rooted in our faith and deeply rooted in our relationship with Jesus Christ so that we're prepared to go out um, and have influence on the culture. Um, It might be easy for us just to sort of gather in small neighborhoods and barrios and um, as maybe we did at certain times and try to live our own life and just say, well, the world is going in a bad way and we'll just let it go. But as Catholics, we can't afford to do that. What's essential for us is that we have to continue to try to do what Jesus did, which is to influence what we can do and to spread the seed of his word wherever we can. Right. You know, when we talk about influencing and and all of those things, there's someone listening who says, well, what about the separation of church and state? Mm -hmm. They they misunderstand sometimes what that connotation means. can you speak to that? I, this maybe might be more of a question right. for Jason, but, <laughs> but no, it's a great it's a great uh, objection that people throw up. And so, of course, what that means is that the state cannot and should not emphasize one particular religion over another, right? Mm-hmm. But it says nothing about particular religions trying to influence the state. Ah. And uh, we actually, because of Jesus, we know that uh, Jesus in his person fulfills the good for every person. And so we're actually out there advocating advocating for what's best for people. Just think if everybody would actually follow the Ten Commandments, hmm. how much better our society would be. What if everybody followed the Beatitudes? How much better our society would be? What would everybody follow the corporal works of mercy? These are actually 
contributions that we as Christians have to make and we have an obligation to make them. And the state will be better off because we make them. So separation of church and state certainly never was never meant to keep Christians or anyone else from being involved in public policy work for the sake of building a better and more just society. Wonderful. What a great bit of wisdom and uh, insight for us to have as we are, are getting ready for this day. And I see many folks coming in. Actually, the students from St. Agnes are coming in right now. Um, it, it is just a high, great energy to be a part of this day. Bishop, we are so honored to have you as a guest and to be your guest here at Catholics at the Capitol and to be a part of this day. Um, any closing thoughts and then maybe a blessing from you? As We're we just delighted to have so many people here, delighted to have Real Presence Radio here supporting us and delighted for all those people out there who are praying with us and for us uh, as we seek to make, a, make an influence for the good in our culture. All right, Bishop Cousins, thank you so much. And can you leave us with your blessing? Yes, may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon all of you and remain with you forever. Amen. Thank you very much, Bishop Cousins, thank for being you, with us. And uh, we are grateful to uh, Bishop Cousins and all the folks from MCC that are making this a wonderful day and something that we can be a part of. Just so wonderful to hear the idea of the importance of not being allowed to be marginalized, as Bishop Cousins reminded us of, of us of that. So important that we recognize that we have obligations to make contributions to our communities and uh, to continue to have our voice be heard in the public and the political sector. Um, and don't worry about that question that you might have about the separation of church and state. That's to protect the church from the state um, more than it is to protect uh, us from uh, being involved in what is going on in our legislative world. So continue to check us out. Be with us throughout the day. Watch your, uh, follow us on social media um, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network app. And uh, don't forget to hashtag CatCap2019. Again, that's hashtag CatCap2019. You can find out more on mncatholic.org, but stick with us because we've got Real Presence Live with Father Brian Cuiava and myself right on the other side of this break. Thanks for tuning in to the first hour of our special broadcast coming to you live from Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul, Minnesota. Stay with us throughout the day because there's much more to come, including Real Presence Live from 9 to 11 a.m. and a two-hour afternoon broadcast from 1 to 3 at the Capitol Building with your local Minnesota bishops from the Diocese of Crookston, Duluth, New Ulm, and Winona, Rochester. 